0: Hello out
1: there and welcome to another episode of Things I it's Learned. Wow. wow, learning other things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Morihan, and my brother JS to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and yeah, we hope enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through those high seas of life. Today, we welcome you to our 250th episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. 250. If you have listened to many of these, you are very brave. In any event, we now produce part seven of Donkey Do What Donkeys Do. I do. Part seven. And in keeping with the high intellectual uh, subject matter that we have discussed over our first 249 episodes, we return to the subject of, well, donkey sex. Hmm, of a naive Frenchman, Bridget Bardot, a donkey named Charlie, and a gardener. So this is a story of sexual harassment, the serial section sexual harassment and molestation of the Donkey Charlie, owned by that poor, naive Frenchman, Mr. Manavet, whose Donkey Charlie molested Mimosa. Well, attempted to molest Mimosa. And all this Donkey Kong nonsense was just too much to bear, not only for Mimosa, but for Bridget Bardot, who witnessed this. Who during the course of her long lifetime was way, way too familiar with all forms of female objectification and sexual harassment herself. And as a long-term committed animal rights ethicist, she could tolerate on behalf of all females of all species, she could, you know, could watch not one more single case of sexual harassment take place without intervening forcefully the madness must end and this sexual this serial sexual harasser the donkey equivalent of future Jeffrey Epstein's of the world must pay for his sins and by God he would this male would sexually harass no more females this was the conclusion reached by Bridget Bardot. And Bridget Bardot is the living proof that in the modern contemporary world, no person is more feared and need be more feared than the solitary defender. And Bridget Bardot would personally see to it that Charlie would not be abusing any more female victims. She'd take the only avenue That was available to her. And to end all the abuse once and for all, Miss Bardot ordered her gardener, repeat her gardener, to fetch a pair of garden shears out of the nearby shed. Carefully approach the excited and stimulated Charlie and just cut his balls off. Yes, then and there, on the spot, immediately without the benefit of anesthetic on the spot where Charlie had stood his ground. And this this would be no mere snip. No, it would not. This was a ferocious swoosh followed by a snap and screams. This wasn't the sad, thought-provoking... You know, flowers for Algernon Story. This was the game changing, horrific, cringe inducing No, no more balls for Charlie Story. Oh and what modern Karen wouldn't think like Bridget Bardot. She was just three or four decades ahead of her time. All the anger, self-righteousness, moral relativism one needs. To castrate a male was found in the case of Bridget Bardot, literally. But this this is rare, I would think, in the case of what one would think would be the world's leading animal rights ethicist. Don't you think? I mean, I just got to admit, I never knew that there existed such a thing as sex abuse amongst donkeys, the animal kingdom. Oh my God! For all I know, maybe it was occurring. Yeah, I don't know. Only in France. As for that gardener, as would any good, loyal, obedient employee of an animal rights ethicist, upon receiving said orders from his boss, he stated that he just followed orders. <laughs> Haven't we heard this before? Oh, yes, all all good Nazis followed orders, and they claimed, in their defence of their inhumanity five decades before, that they'd only been following orders, following the orders of superiors. What else could the gardener have done? The result: snap, Charlie. He was deballed. <laughs> Upon the spot, thus terminating, terminating forever, all future chance, Mimosa, or any other female donkey for that matter, might ever again suffer the iniquity and further humiliation, be the victim of unwanted sexual advances, sexual harassment, and sexual mol- molestation, if not the real end game of Charlie being that of donkey rape ever again occurring. I mean, if the, if this seems unbelievable to you, I mean, I, it certainly seems unbelievable to me. Try, try to, you know, please try to imagine how this went over. This this argument went over with the stunned, astonished, anguished, just incensed Mr. Manavet. If this isn't the personification of. Animal cruelty. I mean, what is? I mean, the, Bridget Bardot is all about the humane treatment of animals? Are you kidding me? Bardot had ordered another man's donkey castrated by Garden Shear without Charlie or Mr. Manovit's prior consent or permission by her faffing gardener. And she was very proud, very proud animal rights ethicist. And she was Charlie's, remember, temporary guardian at the time. Please don't forget that. Oh, my God. Now, I can understand taking a stand in opposition, you know, clubbing baby seals to death. I mean, it seems understandable, doesn't it? But are you then telling me you are down with, you are okay with having a gardener Cut off a mature donkey's balls by garden shear while the donkey is just standing there? You're okay with that? Is that the humane treatment of animals you profess? Are you a complete sadist? Castration by garden shear at the hands of a gardener seems like it would produce a lot of pain for the donkey, wouldn't you think? And the suffering that would follow? (laughs) huh Wow, is this how animal rights ethicists behave? Can these possibly be the same people fighting for the humane treatment of arachnids, the protection of the rights of spiders, against abuse in Hollywood? you got to be kidding me. Clintonian moral relative, relativist principles in action. Remember, it's all good, as long as it's not your ox being gored. Charlie had been owned by well I mean what an anachronistic, anachronistic concept he owned owning Mr Manivet was his his guardian let us not forget that his guardian and he had transferred guardianship to and Mr Manivet had transferred his guardianship to Bridget bardo during his absence and this certainly would qualify even in progressive boulder as a, as requiring a duty of care on her part at least and he certainly hadn't provided prior consent as whether you call it ownership or guardian of charlie i might add to have charlie castrated by by hedge clipper by bridget bardo's Gardner, no less, without the benefit of anesthetic, whatever degree of wokeness that may or may not have existed in France in 1989. As an aside, imagine France in 1789, the guillotine and all that craziness. Miss Bardot's attempt at explanation, justification of the sudden castration by garden clipper by her gardener upon an orders of an outraged, angered animal rights ethicist, not to say trusted neighbor, trusted guardian of Charlie, just seemed so unreasonable to Mr. Manavet, whom in his his understandable distress, he did not attempt to either beat the crap out of this insufferable, insufferable, You know, maniacal, hypocritical, self righteous, soulless witch, Bridget Bardot. Nor did he attempt to kill her by garden shear or by any other means available to him. Though uh, Mr. Manovet did hope to beat the shit out of Miss Bardot in our French court of law. Oh, yes, he did. And who might blame this distraught gentleman for having such desires? Mr. Manovet sued Bridget Bardot. He filed a civil lawsuit against. Uh, Bridget, whom felt completely justified in having having taken the action she had decided upon, admittedly had given her gardener the order to terminate the male sexual harassment and molestation, as she defined it by Charlie of Mimosa, by castrating the offending donkey, by garden clipper, by the aforementioned obedient gardener. So, is it possible that Mr. Manevet may or may not have been tempted to kill Miss Bardot or maybe considered resorting to performing a forced clitoridectomy by Garden Shear, by his gardener, upon the wigged-out animal rights ethicist neighbor whom betrayed him, huh? Though there is nothing in the record to suggest that Mr. Manavet ever, ever contemplated such evil thoughts, sought such revenge. Nothing. The record on this is silence. But who might blame him? Who might blame Mr. Manavet if he had harbored such evil thoughts of violence? The official record shows no such indication on the part of Mr. Manavit. He never harbored such cruel, uncivilized response. Always he remained a civil, law-abiding citizen of France. A consummate gentleman throughout this nightmare. It appears as if if the most neighborly, most civilized response a man might take in such an impossible-to-comprehend scenario was Mr. Manovitz's response to the unimaginable, horrible injustice to which his donkey had been exposed, and he decided the best response to this obvious cruel injustice would be to rely on the French legal system to sort out the horrors of this astonishing inhumane treatment of an animal. Oh, Mister Manivet, you poor naive man! First, you 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 depended upon Miss Bardot to protect your donkey now this you sucker to count on french law to render justice french justice do you ever remember the name marie antoinette remember she was beheaded as my mom as my mom often would ask me in all kinds of circumstances while i was growing up what are you stupid or something I mean, this was France, for God's sakes. Never forget this. This was an important thing to remember. This is why I like Henry V, Agincourt, you know, we few, we marry few, we band of brothers and all that stuff. Oh, those wacky French. Mr. Manavit, what were you thinking? You think Charlie suffered? Now it was to be Mr. Manifits' turn of the screw. You think he was distraught, suffered immensely whenever contemplating Charlie's cruel fate? Oh, well, he had no idea what outrage was coming his way. And that's what we're going to talk about in the last episode of Donkey Do What Donkeys Do. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: See, a little more of my, think of my wife What did I do? Have I ruined my life? Tell her I've changed, become a new man I promise I will and I know that I can When did the skies change? When did they turn black? How am I ever gonna get myself back? The sea's now boiling and I'm getting cold. I've lost my sails, got to find a way home. Alone in my boat, I think of my wife. I'm lost in a drift on the high seas of life. Years from tomorrow, days from Save me unless fate ends a hand. Storm, it is worse than life, no control. The wind and the waves are taking their toll. I look to the stars, there's none I can see. I'm afraid fate, she has answered me. Only moments my story will end. And There was a story I wanted to. Oh, how I dream for the calm of the sea A beautiful face smiling back at me The sea is boiling and I'm getting cold I've lost my sails, got to find a way home When did the skies change, when did they turn black? How am I ever gonna get myself back? Alone in my boat I think of my wife I'm lost in a drift on the high seas of life When did the skies change, when did they turn back How am I ever gonna get myself back Alone in my boat I think of my wife I'm lost in a drift on the sea. seas